Lamed Vav, Amud Beis, three lines from the bottom, a new Mishnah. This Mishnah is also going to split up all the mitzvahs in a way that there's some mitzvahs that are to be kept only in Israel, and there's other mitzvahs that are to be kept everywhere in the world. So it says the Mishnah, Kol mitzvah shehi tluya ba'aretz, any mitzvah that is, we'll just say right now, dependent on the land, meaning like the land of Israel, uh, it only applies in the land. And, comma, another category, the type of mitzvah that is not dependent on the land, that applies, whether you're in Israel, whether you are outside of Israel. There are a few exceptions. Chutz, even though those are, we'll say, land-based mitzvahs, Arla, the first three years that uh, fruit of a tree grows, is forbidden. Uh, kilayim would be uh, planting uh, mixed species together. Uh, those two would apply even in Chutzlaretz. Rebbe Eliezer, who we boxed, Daimer, Af HaChadosh. Chadosh is the new grain, um, eating it before the Eimer is offered on the 16th of Nisan when there is a functioning base of Migdash, or eating it before at some point on the 16th of Nisan when there isn't a functioning base of Migdash, um, Rabbi Eliezer adds also Chadash. We'll see what does it mean that he adds that. So, asks the Gemara specifically, what is my, I put this word in right angles, Teluya, Umai, I put this word also, or these two words in right angles, Sheina Teluya. How do we specifically define those two categories? What does it mean it's dependent on the land or not dependent on the land? Elema, I squiggle on the Elema, and three lines later, second one on the line is Amar, I squiggle underline that. So Elema, Teluya equals Dechsiv Babia. Oh, that's the type of mitzvah that when you read about it in the Torah, it mentions the word Bia, like it's introduced as Ki Savau, when you all come, or Ki Yaviacha, when he brings you in. Um, Kama Usha'ina Teluya, and we would define uh, to understand the Mishnah, a mitzvah which is not Teluya, well, that would equal Deloksi Babia. That's just every other mitzvah in the Torah that doesn't have the topic introduced with when you all go into the land. The problem with that understanding is Varei Tfilin and Peter Chamor, uh, both of which are mitzvahs that are uh, performed in Chutzlaretz, and in both of them, Bohen, it, it has the term Bia when you come into the land. So it can't be that when the Torah says, when you come into the land, that's the type of thing that you are high of and only in Israel, because tefillin and petrachamor are things that we keep outside of Israel. Venoyagin, and they apply, ben ba'aretz, ben b'chutzaretz. So, Amar of Yudai, squiggling around the Amar, this is the understanding of the Mishnah, hachikamar. We do a two-line rereading, starting here, put the right angles in. Kol mitzvah, this is the way to understand the Mishnah, any mitzvah, shehi chayvas ha'guf, I underline chayvas ha'guf, now, goof means it's your body that does the mitzvah, meaning that's what, when the Mishnah said, Eina Teluya Baritz, it doesn't have to do with the land. Um, namely, it's not incumbent on the land, or for that matter, anything that grows in the land. Rather, it's the person that does it. Uh, examples of this would be like the mitzvah of Shabbos, or Tefillin, or not worshipping idols, or circumcision, those those would all be examples of Chovas Aguf. Those types of mitzvahs, Noiheges ben bars ben bechutzars, they apply everywhere in the world. Whereas Kama Chovas Karka, and Karka, that would be things that are a Chiv on the land, 
or on that which grows from the land, like truma or meiser or pea, shichicha or leket, or like the seventh year produce. Um, that's the end of the right angle. Those apply only in Israel. Ask some more now. Where do we know that a chovas haguf applies in all places in the world and a chovas karka is only in Israel? Well, and we see it from the following Tanaic source. This Tanaic source goes about 10 lines or so till the two dots. Now we're going to be darshaning in this Tanaic source a pasuk, Dvar Mud Bey's pasuk Aleph, and actually also pasuk Bey's. And uh, the pasuk roughly goes like this Ela hachukim va mishpatim, asher tishmerun la asais ba'aretz. That's Pasuk Aleph, the first part of it. And then a few words later, it concludes, And then in Pasuk Beis, it uh, continues and says, Let's go through the uh, phrases one by one. So it says the Bryce, I underlined um, I'll underline each time part of the Pasuk is quoted. So these are the Chukim. Now, just like a Chaik, is sometimes um, a bit challenging to understand. Um, that, that's referring to the midrashos, which um, I guess you'll understand that there's some things that are written clearly in the psukim. There's other things that we have to darshan to uh, get to their halachas, and that would be uh, what would be included by the term chukim. I underline the term mishpatim, uh, Eluha dinim, just like mishpat is a judgment. These would be things that have to do with uh, uh, judgments. Asher tishmerun, I underline that. Asher tishmerun. That's referring to the Mishnah learning it, because learning it is what leads one to being able to do it. Like the next word is laasais. Underline the word laasais to actually do. That's referring to the maisa. Now, here's where the puzzle gets important for our issue. Ba'aretz. I underline Ba'aretz. Ba'aretz sounds like in the land in Israel. Yachal, so therefore I might think, kol ha-mitzvahs kulan all mitzvahs, la yu ela Ba'aretz. They're only to be kept by Jews who are in Israel. Well, no. Talmud Leimar, the end of that Pasuk Aleph says, kol ha-yamim asheratem chayim al ha-adama, all the days, that you, and I underlined, that you are living on the land. Now, Adama is apparently anywhere in the world. So, mitzvahs are to be kept all places in the world. Okay. Is that all mitzvahs? Ask the Gemara, e kol hayamim, if what we're trying to say is that all days uh, you keep everything, yachal yunayagim, that all mitzvahs therefore have to apply, even like the land-based mitzvahs, ben bars, ben bechutzaretz, whether you're in Israel or whether you're in chutzaretz. Oh, no, no. Talmud Leimar, you go back to the third line, there was a word that said, quote, baaretz, end quote, in the land. Okay, so we basically have in the same pasuk a general sort of like theme, mitzvahs are to be kept everywhere and mitzvahs are to be kept in Israel. Well, which mitzvahs are to be kept only in Israel? Which mitzvahs are to be kept everywhere? Since we have in Dvarim, Perikud Beis Pasuk Aleph, a ribui, which comes to include keeping mitzvahs everywhere, and a mute, which seems to indicate only mitzvahs in Israel, which is which? How do you separate? Let's keep reading on into Pasuk Beis. Pasuk Beis 
says, You have to surely destroy, this is the Jewish people when they go into Israel, all the places that the uh, previous Gentile seven Canaanite nations uh, worshipped their uh, idols. Now, that's talking about Avodah Zorah. Colon, we can learn a principle from that. Ma Avodah just like idolatry. That has nothing to do with the land per se itself. That's the person who's not allowed to worship idols and do things like that. And that type of mitzvah, applies everywhere. Whether you're in Israel, you can't worship idols. Or whether you're in Los Angeles or New York or London, you can't worship idols. So too, that sets the precedent for all mitzvahs that are chovas haguf, not dependent on the land, but rather the responsibility of the person. Those types of mitzvahs, they apply ben baritz. Ben That's the end of the Brisa. The Gemara now quotes the Mishnah we had on the top line that those were the two general rules, and on the top line we had the two exceptions, Arla and Kilayim, with Rabbi Eliezer saying also Chadash. So we put this in right angles, Chutzmin Arla and Kilayim. Now, here's the question. When Rabbi Eliezer, on the top line of this Amud, we're still in the Mishnah, had said also Chadash, also Chadash what? I marked a long marking in the margin, going down to, first word on line is Yerusha, about 12 lines later. Essentially, the Gemara's question is going to be, is Rabbi Eliezer coming to be Machmir above the Tanakama or to be Mekel? Ibayalahu, Rabbi Eliezer, I box his name here, Lekula Palig, Oilechum Rapalig, colon. Here's the two possibilities. A, Odilma B. Lechumra, which I double underlined and called A, and about Six, seven lines later, last word on line is the kula. I double underline the kula and call that B. Let's go back to the lechomra. Lechomra, Paul, do we say Rebbe Eliezer is coming lechomra? And this is how we would then understand the Tanakam Rebbe Eliezer. Vachikamar, Tanakama, underline the Tanakama. Chutzmina orla mina kilayim. So orla and kilayim, those are both seemingly land based mitzvahs that should apply only in Israel. However, says the Tanakama, the Hilchos of Gamiri, that is actually a tradition that we have. That even though you could say that both of those have to do with the land, first three years, uh, fruit grows on trees in the land of Israel, and also the issue of uh, mixed species being planted in the ground, uh, those are kept everywhere in the world, says the Tanakama. Aval, I squiggle on the aval, and this would be the understanding of what the Tanakama would say about chadash, chadash colon, the uh, new grain being forbidden until the 16th of Nisan, that is only in Israel. That's the Tanakama would hold. Colon, Ba'aretz, in Israel, in, yes, it would apply, Kama, B'chutz la'aretz lo. My time. Now, why would the Tanakama say that Chadash is only in Israel? Well, because the, this is Pasuk and Vayikra, Chaf Gimel, Yud, Dalid, uses the term Moshav, which, how do we understand the term Moshav, like a dwelling area that equals La'achar Yerusha Yeshiva Mashma. That implies after the Jewish people inherited and uh, started living the seven years of fighting for the land of Israel when they originally went in with Yoshua and the seven years to get settled. That that's what it's coming to tell you. La'achar, that that mitzvah of Chadash only starts in year 15 when the Jewish people originally went into Israel under Yoshua. That would be the Tanakhama. Kama, Vasa Rabbi Eliezer, and then Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer would be coming Lameimar. Oh no, not only Arla and Kilayim are kept throughout the whole world, but Af Chadash, Chadash also is kept even like in 
Montana or in the Ukraine. No, hey, get applies Ben Barts, Ben my time, oh, why would Rabbi Eliezer say that? He understands the term Moshev differently. Rabbi Eliezer understands that when it uses the term Moshev by Chadash, I put Moshev in quotation marks, that equals that it's coming to tell you, Bechol Makam Shatem Yashim, wherever you Jewish people are dwelling, whether it's Israel, or whether it's Kiev, or whether it's Montana. That's one way of looking at Rabbi Eliezer, Kama Odilma, he's squiggling behind the Odilma, or maybe. Likula, we had already double underlined this cool and called this the B. This is the B way of looking at it. So let's take everything we explained up till now, put it on the side. This is the way to look at the Machlokas between the Tanakama and Rebbe Lezer on the first line. Hachikama, Tanakama, and on the Tanakama. What does Tanakama say? That we had the general rule in the Mishnah that um, things that have to do with agriculture and mitzvahs only apply to Israel. Says the Tanakama, except Chutzmin, Arla, and Kilayim. Those two, Hilchas Agamirila, or Halachal Moshimisinus, they apply in the whole world. The Kol Shekane, I double underline the Kol Shekane, the Tanakama here would say, and all the more so, Chadash, because that's not only a Halachal Moshimisinus, that, that's actually like the Pasuk itself indicates that it should be kept everywhere in the world. De, one word in quotation marks, Moshav is written by uh, the issue of Chadash, which here, now we'll say the Tanakama holds, equals, Kol Makam Shatem Yeshimash, wherever you Jewish people live, whether in Israel or in the Ukraine or America, wherever else in the world. Kama Vaas or Rebbe Eliezer, and the way this be, this is how Rebbe Eliezer would come, Lakula, I know in Rebbe Eliezer, Lameymar, Chadash, oh no, Eno Onoeg Ela Baretz, is only a mitzvah that is kept, to be kept in the land of Israel. De, one word in quotation marks, Moshav, here, we'll say Rabbi Lezer takes the other approach, that the Moshev term that's written by Chadash equals La'achar Yushav Yeshiva Mashma after the Jewish people, they're being told by Moses in the desert of what they're going to have to keep when they go into the land of Israel. Uh, what it's coming to tell you, Moshev, is don't start keeping this particular mitzvah in Israel immediately. Rather, it's only after the seven years of conquering the seven years of moving in. Kama. Now, in that approach, how would we understand Rabbi Eliezer when he said in the Mishnah, Af Chadash, also Chadash. Sounds like he's coming to include something above and beyond what was said before. Umai, one word in right angles. Af, yeah. Rebbe is not coming off of what was said right before that, but rather a Kamaisa. It's not going on the Chutz, rather it's going on what was said the line before the Mishnah of all mitzvahs that have to do with the land. And then Rebbe Lezer would say also Chadash. Okay, so what do we say? Well, Tashma, it's a pretty long question, but it's a pretty straightforward answer because of what Abaye told us. Tashma Damar Abaye, he says, who is the Tana who disagrees with Rabbi Eliezer? Because we're trying to figure out what Rabbi Eliezer holds. So now by telling us who the Tana who disagrees with Rabbi Eliezer is, we could probably figure out what Rabbi Eliezer holds. Says Abaye, who is that Tana who disagrees with Rabbi Eliezer? Oh, it is none other than Rabbi Yishmali, comma, Desanya. And here we have a Brisa. <laughs> this price it goes for six lines and starts here, and we'll see Rabbi Yishmal, and from what Rabbi Yishmal holds, we can infer what Rabbi Eliezer holds. Now, this price up, the background is it's talking about um, a lot of times when you have a carbon, an animal that's brought as a carbon, um, there is wine that's brought along with it, and the wine is libated, is poured on the Mizbeach, or near the Mizbeach, and, and that is called Nisachim, those uh, wine pourings are nesachim. Some korbanos have it, some korbanos don't have that. Now, um, when it says in Parsha Shlach, 
That's the word looking for Moshe. When y'all Jewish people come to the land of your when you're when that you're going to live in, and you do a Yishal Hashem, and then it talks about the Nesachim. What's the pasuk coming to tell us over there? Pasuk's coming to tell us that Nesachim wine libations are required when there is a Bama Tzibor. Now, what's the difference between a Bama Tzibor and a Bama Yochid? Through most times in Jewish history, Bama Yochid, individual backyard, Mizbeach, altars, they were forbidden. There were a few exceptions where they were allowed. What this Pasuk would be coming to tell you is that when there's a Bama Tzibor, that you go into the land of Israel, you have to have wine brought along with the Karban, not for a Bama Yochid. Okay, and you would learn that out from the pasuk that says Asherati Noisin Lachem. That's a bama that is given to the whole Jewish people, and therefore, when it uses the term Moishvoyseichem, it's not coming to tell you every place in the world, um, because you don't have a bama sibur any place in the world. Bama sibur is always in Israel. Okay, what then is the Moshev term coming to tell you that even the bama in Gilgal? Now, where was Gilgal when the Jewish people first went into the land of Israel? The first 14 years that they were, well, seven years conquering, seven years dividing, there was the um, main uh, Mizbeach that was used was in Gilgal for those 14 years. That uh, That's a Bama Sibor. You did not have to have the Nesachim. It was only after the 14 years, and I believe the uh, Mizbeach moved to Shiloh then for about another uh, 369 years. Okay, once they were in Shiloh, which was after the Jewish people had conquered and divided up the land, then there's a Chiv in Nesachim, wine libations along with the Korbanos, and basically it always continues like that. So let's go now into the Brisa that's in the Gemara, Lalamdecha. It comes to teach you this Nesachim of Korbanos, Shekol Malkam Shenem, or wherever the term Moshav is used, I put the word Moshav in quotation marks, has nothing to do with keeping it in Israel and not in Israel, it has to do with it's only a mitzvah to be kept after, in other words, starting year 15 when the Jewish people originally went into the land of Israel, I box Rabbi Yishmael, Amalei Rabbi Akiva, I box Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says back, well, Vehare Shabbos, and now Shabbos, we know Shabbos is kept whether you're in Israel or whether you're outside of Israel, even in Chutzlaretz, but yet over there, Shanam Arboi, it has the term Moshavos, it says by Shabbos, Lo Sivaru Eish, Bechol Moshvoy Seichem. Venoyheges, we know that applies, Ben Baris Ben Bechutzlaretz. Amar so says back Rabbi Yishmael to Rabbi Akiva, Shabbos, that which it has to be kept everywhere in the world that a Jewish is, that a Jewish person is, Mikavachemarasia. We learn that from a Kavachemar, because you have a lot of other mitzvahs, Ma mitzvahs Kalois. Like lighter, less significant mitzvahs, they noheges apply bain bars from everywhere in the world. Shabbos, which is chamira loikol shekain. Okay, that is the end of the Tanaic source. Why do we bring in that Tanaic source? Well, right before we did, Abaye said we can infer from what Rabbi Shmuel holds what Rabbi Eliezer must hold, because Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Eliezer disagree on that issue. So Midamar Abaye. Montano, who is the Tanaic opinion? Dipalagalid Rabbi Eliezer, who disagrees Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi Yishmael. Oh, so now that we know what Rabbi Yishmael holds about the term Moshav, Shmamina, it must be that Rabbi Eliezer, Lechumra, Palig. Rabbi Eliezer is arguing in the Mishnah on the top line of this Amud, Lechumra, which would be the Tanakam would be saying Arla and Kilayim are kept everywhere in the world. Rabbi Eliezer says also Chadash is kept everywhere in the world, Shmamina. Ask the Gemara, 
Michti. Let's take a step back. Rabbi Yishmael Ahechakai. What was Rabbi Yishmael talking about? It wasn't clear from the Bryce. We explained extensively that it was talking about the wine libation, the Nesachim that come along, and uh, do you start keeping that right away when the Jewish people went into the land of Israel, only and at the beginning of year 15? So he's talking about Nesachim. Well, if you look at the Parsha Nesachim, not only is there a Moshev term, there's another term that's used there. Bia and Moshev, I put those two words in quotation marks, Ksiv Behu. It, it says in the Pasuk, when you come in, and also the term Moshev. So then how could we learn a general rule that wherever else it says the term Moshev, if over there by Nesachim it says Bia and Moshev. So the Gemara concedes that indeed uh, that is the case, this is Bia and Moshev, and that's kind of what we meant, Hachi Kamar. We do a two-line re-reading, I put the right angle in over here. What Rabbi Shmuel is telling us is, Lelame, the comes to teacher, and now I underline two words, Bia and Moshev, where you have anywhere else in the Torah, and it mentions Bia, like uh, when you come into the land of Israel, and also Moshev, um, that it's telling you that mitzvah is to be kept starting year 15, Diva Rabbi Shmuel, and I ended the right angle. Okay, so you need to have Bia and Moshev. Okay, well, the Tanakh's words did continue, though. So, e hachi, if so, if the way we understand Rabbi Shmuel is that it has to have the Bia term and the Moshev term, then how do we go with this? Amar le Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, what did Rabbi Kiva pipe up and, and respond to Rabbi Shmuel? He's, he brought the case of Shabbos. Or Shabbos, shenem arboi, moishavois. That's what Rabbi Kiva said. And what was Rabbi Shmuel's response to that in the Bryce at the bottom of Amud Aleph? Amar le, Rabbi Shmuel said back, Shabbos, as a kava chaymerhi. Why would that be what Rabbi Shmuel responded? Nema lay what Rabbi Shmuel should have said back was, don't bring me Shabbos, which only has the Moshev term, because Anna, two words in a phrase marking, Bia and Moshev, Kamina, I was talking about, you need both of those terms. So, answers the Gemara. So this is like the second time we're sort of doctoring up our understanding of that brisa, or sort of giving an insight into how to understand the brisa that was going on with Rabbi Yishmael is chada ve'oid ka'amarle. Rabbi Yishmael is responding two points, colon. Chada, first point, which is kind of obvious, the way now we're explaining that Rabbi Yishmael said be'umoshev would be da'ana. Now it's interesting that this would be left out in the response because it's also kind of left out when Rabbi Yishmael himself says his opinion. But anyway, da'ana, I dot underline two words, bia. And Moshev Kamina. That would be the first thing Rabbi Shmuel said to Rabbi Kiva. No, no, I'm saying where the topic mentioned in the Psukim has both the Bia and the Moshev term. And Shabbos doesn't. Kama ve'oid. And further, and this is what we did have printed in the Bryce de Kamris, Hare Shabbos, which Shanem Arboid has Moshev, I'll tell you, no, no, no. Shabbos has to be kept by all Jews, all places, all times, because it's a Kavachimer here. Kavachimer, that if lesser mitzvahs have to be kept in all places, so too Shabbos. Okay, the Gemara now wants to know, Bamai ka mifligi. What exactly did Rabbi Kiva see that he didn't want to learn it like Rabbi Yishmoel, that since it says Bia and Moshev, that we're talking about in Israel after the Yerusha Yeshiva. So what's going on? Well, the essential point of Machlokos is based on, did the Jewish people for the 40 years in the desert offer with their korban yachids, Nesachim or not? Did they have wine that had to come along with it or not? Bekirvu Nesachim Amidbar Kamifligi. Colon. Rabbi Yishmael, who I underlined, Sav Rabbi Shmuel's of the opinion, Lo Kirvu Nesachim Amidbar. That along with whatever Korban Yachids, not the Korban Sibor, but the Korban Yachids that a person would bring, 
they did not have to bring Nisachim. That only started once they uh, got into the land of Israel on year 15 and onward. Whereas Rabbi Akiva, we underline Savar, Kirvu, Nisachim, Bemidbar. Oh no, that individuals already in the Midbar had to bring um, wine, a Nisachim, along with their Korbanis. Therefore, you're kind of forced to say that if what the Pasuk is requiring is Nesachim to go along with the Bama Gedola, you wouldn't need a Pasuk for that because that's what the Jewish people already were keeping in the Midbar. If you had a Bama Gedola and you brought your personal Korban on there, of course you brought Nesachim. So therefore the Bia term, which is mentioned over here, it must be for a Bama's Yochid, for that one of those uh, rare times in Jewish history where a person could build a backyard altar, a backyard mizbeach, um, that it was allowed during the first 14 years when they were in the land of Israel, and you better bring wine along with your carbon and your backyard altar. Period. Amar Abaye. Abaye points out now that hi, we did have a Tanaic source that was uh, from the Academy of Bishmal, which was on the bottom of Lamed Zainam Aleph, says um, Abai that that Tanan Bishmal, Mafik Me'idach Tanan Bishmal, that kind of disagrees with another Tanaic source from the Academy of Rabbi Shmuel, did Tanan Rabbi Shmuel, and here is the other Tanaic source. This one goes for two and a half lines and starts here. So says this Brisa, Hayilvan Amar, Biyais Betayrastam, I dot underline the term Bia. It actually says it many, many places. Uh, you read through the Torah, and there's a topic that's introduced when you all come into the land, when you go into the land, when you shall go into the land, kisavayu, kiavo. Um, so, hovenemru, since many times it says, biyais betarastam, kama uparat lecha hakasub echad mehen. And there actually is one place where it specifies, what does that mean, when you come into the land, meaning, la'achar yushav yeshiva, when it's talking about appointing a king. It starts up by saying, kisavayu laris, when you come into the land, and then it says, V'yarashta, V'yashavtaba, that's the Yerusha and the Yeshiva term, you will inherit it and you'll dwell in it. And then you'll say to yourself, you know, I think we'd like, we'd like to appoint a king. And and therefore, what do we learn from that? Afkil. So to anywhere else, the Torah uses the term, Bia, when you come in, L'achayusha V'yeshiva. That implies after inheritance and divide, meaning starting year 15. Okay, that is uh, the Tanabe Bishmal that we have over here. V'idach, the Gemara now asks, well, what about the price that we had on the bottom of the previous Amud? I underline V'idach. We're going to go back and forth and back and forth here a little bit. So what would the Tanabe Bishmal source say from the Amud Aleph? Well, the, that uh, approach would tell you that there's two issues. Mishum Dahave Melech, that concept of uh, appointing a king on the Jewish people, and Bikurim. Now, Bikurim is also introduced with a Pasuk in the Chumash, this is Vayaki Savayalars, when you come into the land, and it also has the terms Yerusha and Yeshiva there. So Bikurim, so you have king appointing a king on the Jewish people, and you have Bikurim, that is Shneik Suvumabayim Kechad, Tupsukim, which essentially are coming, the fact that they both have the Bia term and the Yerusha term, Yerusha and Yeshiva and the Kisavoyu, a Kechad. And what do we know about that? Well, we've dealt this extensively the last few days. Kol Shnei Suvim Ban Kechad, Tupsukim, which essentially are coming to tell you the same principle. 
Ain Malamdim, you do not use as a precedent. If you wanted, the Torah wanted to give you a precedent, it would tell you in one place and you'd use the precedent, but not if it mentions two places. What the Psukim apparently are trying to get across to us is what it mentions in two places, that means in those two places and only those two places. Okay, that's what the uh, Amud Aleph to Baby Shmuel approach would tell you. V'idach, and line V'idach, well, what about the Tanaic source we just had three lines ago that clearly doesn't say like that? Well, that approach would tell you Tzrichi, that actually, when we are told by Melech, the concept of appointing a king, and Bikurim, the concept of the first fruits, both those were actually necessary. Don't tell me it's a Shnei Tzrichi, echad, because actually each one of them had to be told, because if I only told you one and not the other, I wouldn't have known the other. Colon, and now we explain. De'i, I squiggle on the word de'i. De'i, Kazrachmana, Melech, underline Melech. Let's say the Pasuk would have written by Melech that. The low cost of by Bikurim, and by Bikurim it wouldn't have given us the Yerushi Yeshiva term. What would I have thought? Havamina, I would have thought one second. Jewish people coming into the land of Israel. I would have thought Bikurim, that you bring your first fruits. Yeah, you got to start doing that all the way right in year one. Dekamishani Lazar. Because you're getting benefit immediately from the fruit. That's what people are going to be eating and enjoying. So maybe that would have to be brought immediately. Bikurim already as the Jewish people come in. Not after you're only starting in year 15, maybe starting in year one. Kama. Okay, so that's why you had to tell me by Bikurim. V'i, I squiggle and run the word V'i, V'i, Kasav, Bikurim, and I'm Bikurim. Let's say it would have told us by Bikurim that that's only after year 15, which we know from the Yerushin Yeshiva term and the Bia term. The Loi of Melech and not told us by the king. What would I have thought by a king? Havamina. One second. Jewish people are going to the land of Israel and they're conquering. Melech. Usually, nations are led by a king to go and conquer. Maybe Lazar, maybe they'll have to appoint a king immediately. That's why it had to be told to us that the whole king issue only starts to maybe be an issue year 15 and on. Okay. V'idach. In the land of V'idach. So what about the Tanda Baby Shmoltenik source that we had now about seven lines ago? What would the response of that approach be? Well, the response to that approach would be, oh no, both of those don't have to be written. Let the Pasuk have just written, Nichtev Rachmana Melech in the concept of king, Velo Boi Bikurim. That king, you wait till at least year 15 to start discussing king for the Jewish people, and you wouldn't have to tell me Bikurim. Va'anamin, and I would say automatically, just like logically, Uma Melech. One second, if the verse is telling us that when it comes to appointing a king, Delichvash, usually kings lead the people out to war. And that's what the whole Jewish people are doing when they're going to the land of Israel is to war. Yet, that's only La'acha Yushavi Yeshiva after at least 14 years. Then the king issue is discussed. And Bikurim, like Hol Shekain, I would logically know that Bikurim, although more so, should only be after uh, 14 years. V'idach, I underline V'idach. What would the other response be? Well, Ikaz of Hachi, oh no. If it would have written like that. In other words, if it told me by king that the whole concept of discussing king for the Jewish people is only starting year 15. I wouldn't have necessarily um, made a kol shikain to um, Bikurim, because Havamina, I might have thought that Bikurim would be very similar to Midi Dehave Chala. Now, everyone agrees that that concept of taking Chala when you make a dough, taking part of it and giving it to the Kohen, that only started after... Uh, 14 years after 7 years of conquering the land, 7 years of dividing the land, and I would have thought maybe Bikurim would be like Chala, Kamash Malan, that it is not. Period. Okay. Uh, the Gemara has four issues now, which it brings up now that we've been given the general rule. V'hashtad Amris, 
Now that we have the general rule from the Mishnah, which we started this year with, that a chovas haguf, something that has to do with a personal responsibility of a Jew to do those types of mitzvahs, those are noyheges ben baris ben bechutzaris, they apply everywhere in Israel, New York, London, Hawaii, everywhere. Then moshav, I put a triangle around the word moshav. Three lines later, I put a triangle around the word moshav. Three lines below that, last word in a line is moshav, I put a triangle around that. And four lines later, not the last word, but the second and the last word is B, I put a triangle around that. So basically, those types of mitzvahs that have to be kept everywhere, then why would the psukim, when they're discussing various mitzvahs, we'll see, use the moshav or bia term, which seems to indicate only in Israel. So here's the first. The moshav, why would it use the term um, moshav in the context of Shabbos Lamali? Well, here's why. The Gemara explains. It's strich. It's necessary. Because I would have possibly thought, There's actually a few places in the Chumash where Shabbos is mentioned along with the holidays. There's Shabbos first, and then there's Rosh Chodesh, and there's Pesach, Sukkot, Shavuos. Um, we actually lane those sections a number of times. Um, so I might have thought to say that Shabbos Tiboi Kiddush Ki that maybe the same way the holidays require basin to be Makadesh the month, and where is basin Makadesh? Basically, only in the uh, Judea region within Israel. Um, I would have thought maybe Shabbos also should be only in Israel. Kamash Malana, that's not the case. Next example, Moshav. We had a triangle as Moshav, because Rachman Agabe, Chelevedam. Chelev are certain uh, fats of the animal and the blood, uh, both of which are forbidden. Why would it possibly use the term Moshav there, Lamali, since that's the type of myth that applies everywhere in the world? Well, here's why. It had to say the term Moshav, Itzrich, it was necessary. Because I might have thought, this whole concept of uh, not eating chalev or blood in all animals is written in the context of all sorts of korbanos. Now, if that's the case, I might have thought to say, that maybe chalev adam should be forbidden to Jewish people when there is a karban. But if there's no korbanos, like basically for the past 2,000 years, maybe low, Kamashman, that's not the case, and that which Chelev and Dam are forbidden to Jewish people is at all times. Okay, how about this? Moshav, which we know means Bechol Moshe Sechem. I uh, put that in a triangle, the word Moshav, because of Rachman Agabe Matzah. Well, the next word is maybe shouldn't be there. Tosus takes it out, so let's just say matzah. It says by the, the chiyuv of matzah on the first night of Seder, why do you have the Moshev term? Lamali, like, we know that that's to be kept everywhere. Well, here's why. Yitzchik, it's necessary. I might have thought to say, what does it say as far as the Torah talking about that chiyuv of matzah on the first night of uh, Pesach? It says, al matzahis umerurim yoichluhu. Uh, on matzah marshal you eat it, and that's referring to the Karban Pesach. So I might have thought to say, mm, when is there a chiyuv for Jewish people on the 15th of Nisan to ha- uh, eat matzah? Bizman Pesach, when there is a Karban Pesach, meaning like when there's a Beit Igdash, in, like for close to the f- entire first 1500 years of our existence as a people. However, comma, Bizman Deleka Pesach, where there is not a Karban Pesach, like approximately the past 2000 years, where we have not had a Karban Pesach, lo, I might have thought to say, there's no matzah eaten either. Um, we derisa kamash that that's not the case. 
And finally, Bia, put a triangle on Bia, which is a term to Tfilin. Why would Tfilin and Peter Chamor, Tfilin, the phylacteries that Jewish men put on every day of the week, and the Peter Chamor to redeem a firstborn donkey, um, why do those have anything to do? Why would you say Bia if they apply everywhere in the world? Well, Hahu, that Bia term is necessary by Lilikiditana. Yep, you guessed it. To conclude today's shear, another Tana de Beir Bishmal, a Tanaic source from the Academy of Rabbi Yishmal. And uh, it goes just under a line, and with this we'll conclude, that you know why Tfilin and Peter Chamar are mentioned in the context of when you come into the land? Because those are two uniquely special mitzvahs that almost give us, the Jewish people, the merit to be able to come into the land of Israel. Asei mitzvah zu, do this mitzvah, of whether it's filled in a petrochamor, so that because of it, you will have the merit, you Jewish people will merit to go into the land of Israel. Adkan.